Hey, Ms. Bahag here, and in this episode, I wanted to do a quick book review on something that I read about, I don't know, it's been over 10 years now since I've read this book because it was at the very start of my fitness career when I was working at the front desk, and I was a fresh personal trainer just trying to build a career for myself and was really observing and analyzing the blueprints or the possible blueprints that were out there. And one that really fascinated me was Tim Grover. So Tim Grover actually wrote this book called Relentless, From Good to Great to Unstoppable. And he was the personal trainer of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, a lot of the greats. And the reason I found his story and his blueprint fascinating is because there was this enormous sense of trust with athletes like Kobe, who would show up at 2 a.m. after the game to practice or show up at 4 a.m. for training sessions and getting to often be with these athletes in a one-on-one scenario, getting to really wit what's going on in their minds. Because I know when you're with your teammates, when you're with your coach on court, that's one thing. But something that always fascinated me was off the court, off the field work habits. In fact, I'm so obsessed with that, that when I do like consultations, like I pay for consultations or do coaching sessions with people I admire or any new niche, any new field that I'm in, when I'm trying to get an understanding of it, I ask people like, what are good work habits off stage? Because everybody is doing the onstage work in a field, right? If you are a strength and conditioning coach or a personal trainer, like You are watching people's form when they're working out in the gym and you're motivating them the best that you can, right? But everybody does, every trainer is doing those things to some extent. So what are the things that are setting these people apart? Because I remember being puzzled when I saw two trainers at the gym that I worked at where one was way more educated for sure, more certifications, more sophisticated in every way but less clients. And then this other trainer, definitely not as educated, but also and a little like really just a good talker had that kind of like real state agent energy and getting to see, okay, there's something to both sides here. You can't just be like empty on the other side of that. But Tim Grover's book, Relentless, showed me, or at least made me inquire, what does it take to become Michael Jordan's trainer? What does it take to convince somebody like Michael Jordan, who has a very high bullshit detector? Because I also had a desire to work with high performers, not just like athletes, CEOs and and high level performers in their respective crafts and getting to establish that level of trust with them where it's okay, they believe that your stuff is going to work. And often, like, of course, now, right? Tim is very experienced. He's got a state-of-the-art gym. And he has all of these athletes behind his portfolio now. But when he was first starting out, he actually didn't have crazy amount of experience. He was just like any of us. This is what kind of the book really made me realize, where you're trying to fit into clothes that are a little bit bigger than you are. And you know that you can do it. But there's also a little bit of doubt. Can I do it? This is crazy. This is big. And when 
Tim Grover first showed up for a meeting. He landed the meeting with Michael Jordan to show him the blueprint. Michael answered the door and yelled at him about his converses and told him never to come back wearing that again or to take his shoes off or something crazy like that. And so you're like, okay, that's a lot of pressure right away. He's already a little angry. And now Tim's presenting his whole blueprint of why he thinks is how this is going to work, how it's going to improve his game, the whole theory, right? And Michael is silent. He's not really saying a word. He's just thinking. And of course, eventually he ends up making a decision to go with him. And that decision is everything. Like, why did he say yes? How did he establish that level of trust? Because that's a very, that's a very real thing, establishing trust with top performers, not just athletes, but top performers in any given field. And I got to learn that years later when I was actually getting to work with these types of folks, Cirque du Soleil performers, professional baseball player, professional, like SWAT team, state troopers, you name it. This book is one that I was reminded of because of his newer one called Winning. And both of them, I think, have this motivational shark-like approach, which is just if you're in a season of really pushing through in whatever you're doing and trying to go through those stages, going from good, great to unstoppable, it definitely is relentless, was a motivational book, I would say, where it made you feel good. It gave you this mindset, gave you insight into what how Kobe and Michael Jordan thought off court and in the gym, in a sense. And then winning was, I found his later book, there was, what was missing from Relentless was a little bit of the humanness or, uh, I don't know about the if that's the right word, but I guess acknowledgement of the sacrifice, right, that it takes to be this level of great. And so I thought it was really cool that he did a whole book that was focused around this because I thought it was a very balanced book as, as much as it could be for showing you all the different sides of what it takes to win and the type of mentality that Kobe and Michael Jordan embodied, which again, there's something inspiring about learning from coaches like this, even though you don't want to, that's not your target market exactly. I knew that wasn't my end goal, but there was a little bit like, okay, I do want to work with some cool celebrity or like, I do want to earn that level of trust from somebody important and deliver on that. And I got to do that. It was very cool. But this book was really what I guess planted the seed when I was like 17, 18, to where it gave me just like a, it gave me a framework in my mind to look at how do you establish a portfolio? Like in fitness for me, like how was I a skinny Indian kid who was short and not like, how was I going to earn trust? I wasn't good at any sports to start out with, right? How was I going to earn the trust of clients? And reading Tim Grover's book, showed me a path. And more importantly, it showed me that getting access to see these different paths up close is right at my fingertips. Like packed inside this book, I'm getting to see what Michael Jordan's personal trainer, how he became that, what it was like 
what those training sessions were like, you know, what type, what's his, he has another book, I think called Jump Attack or something. It's related to like plyometrics and his training program. I remember getting that book eventually too, because I wanted to see what does his program design look like. And it really set off this habit, I think for the next, whatever, 13 years now after that, where anytime I want to learn about something, like in this case, it was personal training and coaching and how do you become great in that field. I like to read and listen about the different people who have done it before me. And not all of it applies to me, but just getting to extract whatever I can from those stories is pretty important. And this piece of advice really applies to where it's like not just uh, someone told me this, like when choosing mentors, don't just learn from one person, have multiple mentors that you are learning from, have multiple points of views and contradictory situations and advice coming at you because then it forces you to make the thoughtful decision of what's right for you. And so I remember being absorbed with Tim Grover's approach in here, but then after that, getting to learn, like when I started my podcast, my very first podcast, that was really so that I could talk to a lot of other coaches and see what they were doing and understand like how I could also do, be better and get to this place where I could, I felt like I was great and I had something to offer in this space. And little by little, it worked out. But I think if I was to say anything about what this, <laughs> I love doing reviews and reflections on books like this years later because of just how when I open it up now and I read through certain parts and I saw what I highlighted, I see I see it so differently. Like you just see things that weren't there before. You see it with the lens of all the experiences that you've had. There's a lot of appreciation too. You get to see what have I actually acted on and absorbed in these past 13 years from this. And it reminds me again, the function of books, which this book was one of the first few that was the beginnings of this concept, which is like books are like friends on your bookshelf and you want to pull one out. And when I am dealing with a specific problem, I've got a friend to go to, an expert to go to in that realm. And a lot of these are through biographies or this or that, right? Like Relentless to me is when you're feeling down mentally, you need a little pep talk from like a David Goggins-like character or again, somebody who like, how did this dude deal with Michael Jordan and Kobe to get the best out of his athletes? To me, it's like getting that voice in your head, right? Getting to get a little pep talk when you need from this person. And again, winning, that's an even better book, I would say. I think both are good to have on your bookshelf. Because in tough times, this is one you're going to want to pull out. It's like having access to Jordan and Kobe's trainer. The reason that's also valuable, of course, I have a bias towards how I feel about trainers, but it's like the trainer gets to invest this one-on-one -on -one attention they're really fighting for their life to deliver versus sometimes the main coach, right, that's on board. It's like you've got, it's a totally different role, right, getting to manage those personalities on core, getting to develop sense of team getting to develop leadership in your athletes there's just so many different things to think about versus this one-on-one -on -one personal training or coaching relationship 
I just found really compelling at the time to learn about because that's what I was doing and trying to get even better at. If you're a young trainer or coach in your career, not just biologically young, like in your career, you're just starting out or you're getting interested in this field and you want to see what it's like for a trainer in the professional sports and like the NBA specifically, you know, what a personal trainer in that realm is and how they have made a niche for themselves. I find Tim Grover's example to be really educational because it just goes to show you like you can craft a little corner in a space for yourself. And I saw multiple examples of this over the years, like people who are love the corporate world, right? And they're like corporate trainers and they, they're the trainer that hangs out at the Google offices and they've made a very good living out of doing that. And they get connected with a lot of high tech performing CEOs and that's their world. So there's a lot of ways that I saw this come to life, but I think we all have this, it's like a Hollywood type approach or feel, which is like NBA, NFL, like these professional sports, what are the trainers doing? What are they prescribing? Like how different is it than what the normal folks are doing? And I just think this was a great behind the scenes into some of that while also giving very extractable lessons from these coaching experiences with Jordan and Kobe that apply to people like us who are reading it. So I hope this was useful in your journey in some way. But yeah, this was a fun book. I, I cleaned out my bookshelf a little bit ago and this book was one I thought about giving away, but it was special and I kept it. And I'm glad I did because I pulled it out again and flipped through it the other day. And here I am talking about it. So definitely worth checking out. Relentless Winning by Tim Grover. And check out the third book, Attack, if you want to learn about plyometrics and program design. I think that's also an interesting peek into Tim Grover's world. So I hope this was helpful. Check out the links in the description below. Thanks for hanging out and I'll talk to you soon.